Hello and welcome to Best of Five, your weekly FGC talk show where we talk about everything going on in the fighting game community. Usually, it'd be a bit of a post-Evo lull, but the community has given us a lot to talk about this week. And of course, doing that with me will be, as always, Steve, Ace King Offsuit Jurek, and John Velociraptor Guerrero. Oh, got a re- Oh no! Wait, what?! I actually, I swear to God, ever just popped out from behind a butt. He must have been waiting there for literally like there? 15 minutes. <laughs> I have been. I've been in the studio and I had no idea he was here. Wow. Scoot over. Where's my chair? Hell yeah. Give me that chair back. That's sick. I forgot he was on this show. Hey, guys. Wait, that was legit. Hey, I had no idea. Uh, the best part was that before the show, Alon and I were figuring out how to hide, and he's like, you know, you could just hide in the bathroom. <laughs> I was like, no, I want to be behind that That'd curtain. Be a normal hiding spot for you. Hey, guys. So, a lot to talk about. No post-evil lull. You're a big fan of frescas, I heard, uh, prior yes, to the I show. Yes, I have. friends heard all my, uh, my wilding outs. Hey, what's going on, dog? How's it going, Efren? How's, how's, how's it going, child guy? doing? Uh, still alive. Still alive. That's good. <laughs> that's you know, in, in these early well, here's a drive. I'm never hosting the show again. Right? <laughs> in, in these early uh, goings, she survives the day. We're doing all right. Things are going great. It's been six weeks. In fact, six weeks today. Well, do you remember how to throw to Steve for the uh, the, the recap? I point. Okay. I point, and I'm like, <laughs> I never do the point. Steve. Ace. King. Offsuit, you can give us a recap of the events that happened over the weekend. <clears throat> John's here too. <laughs> oh man, it, 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 that felt right. <laughs> that felt whole. Um, but now in all of this, I'm kind of. Well, I have my laptop and everything. Let me grab all my shit. Go get your laptop. Go get your laptop. All right, you get your laptop. I'll get. All right, I found my place. And you know what's great? <laughs> While you do that, let me say one more thing. I don't even need the laptop anymore because Alon is so damn good since I've been gone. He's doing the, uh, the graphics now, but coming back, let's see if I have a reason to use it. Clap gifts. We, we kind of don't need you, but we want you. Aw, John. <laughs> this is all the shit I was talking in the chat. Yes. We always need you. All right. Well, sorry. Recap. All right, can't put it off any longer. Um, week after Evo, usually not a lot going on. Ton of stuff going on this year. Uh, let's start with Body Count Fighting. They had their seventh event this past weekend. Uh, they had a couple of title matches in Tekken and DPFC. Joey Fury hung on to maintain his Tekken title over Way Gamble. Uh, looked like that was going to be a wash, but Way Gamble... Ran it back, got it down to the final round, but Joey Fury hung on, so he's still got that gold. Uh, in the Dragon Ball world, Hook Gang God is your new champion as he beat the Kill Sage 5-4. to four. And you see the rest of the undercard, the big one, Punk, a 5-2 win over Justin. So he appears to be the next person in line for the Street Fighter title shot. Uh, let's go over to the Red Bull Conquest series. Couple of events 
over the weekend, one offline, one online. Uh, the offline one took place in Orlando, and you know when you're talking about Street Fighter in Orlando, you got to talk about Knuckle Dew. He took it over Gentleman Thief to win the Street Fighter title. Uh, Ryan Hunter over Hotashi in Guilty Gear, and Obscure taking it over Cody in the Tekken tournament. So Knuckle Dew, Ryan <coughs> Hunter, Obscure, and all Florida team representing Orlando in the Red Bull Championship. Now, didn't there used to be a rule about like pros in the Red Bull Conquest in the old seasons? Because that was tied to the uh, cap, the regional final for North America. This year, it's a completely different thing. Okay. So it's, it's I was just wondering too. what made it different. Yeah, <laughs> we we so, have a Red Bull. Uh, while we're on that topic, there's a Red Bull uh, conquest that was supposed to be happening this coming weekend um, in Phoenix, but uh, the the venue got flooded or something like that, so they actually have to postpone it. Um, but like, do, Steve, do you know off the top of your head the rules for the Red Bull? Uh, like the qualification process, it's like a person, a rep from Street Fighter, a rep from Tekken, and like a rep from Guilty Gear or something like that, all have to be on a team, and they all represent each other in their own. It really sounds wacky, and a big departure from them just being part of the Pro Tour last year. Yeah, think of it sort of like a track meet, where you have all the individual contests, and then there's a scoring system, and it all comes together to determine a team championship. So it's going to be sort of like that. Uh, as you said, flooding, our severe storms hit the Phoenix area. So that event is postponed until uh, a later date to be determined. I'm, I'm hearing in the chat here, it's September 29th. Okay, so. they may have announced it. I, I did not catch it before, um, before we went to air. So uh, the other Red Bull event was an online one. And if you felt bad for Hotashi, Hotashi uh, falling just short in the Orlando qualifier, don't feel too bad. He took the Guilty Gear title over Bjorn online. Idom taking Street Fighter over Terrence and uh, Glaciating over Rixta in Tekken. So those three, a uh, team of NYC, Miami, and Kansas City, will represent team online later this year uh let's kick it over to the pro tours the tekken world tour had one event this weekend it was moscow fighting arena it was a challenger event and it was taken uh in a russian sweep of the top four by toko uh our tekken toko one of the mods actually from our tekken taking it over forest uh, you see love neat coming over from india to pick up some points uh once again, though, Asim, uh, he had trouble getting to Head Stomper due to wet, or he was unable to compete there due to weather. This time, there was a delay in getting out his visa, so him and Jopalix were unable to compete. So, unlucky run for him. The good news is he didn't fall farther behind in the chase for the Tekken World Tour Finals. If we take a look at the global standings, he is still in that 21 spot, just two points back of Dimeback for the final place. Uh, you see Toko with his win up to 22. 
there was a bunch going on in the world of Street hey, Fighter, including an event that here. wasn't supposed to happen this weekend. Uh, the conclusion of the Latin American online event. This was postponed from a couple weeks back due to a PlayStation Network outage. So they finished up the top eight this past weekend, and it was Crossover who took it over a uh, former guest of ours, Mono. Uh, you see Louis Man continuing uh, his recent run of success, uh, as well as Leo 24K making top eight. But that is a big win for Crossover as he hopes to get into the thick of the race. Uh, then take it over to the two offline events that we did expect this weekend. Uh, Fight Club NRW in Cologne, Germany was taken by Phenom. Uh, he did it with Guile to uh, beat Luffy. So another character added to his repertoire. That's uh, his, You mentioned that's the third character that he's used in Street Fighter V to win any kind of a major, right? Yeah. Over the, over the last, well, two and a half years, and obviously the changes in the seasons have altered the characters. But that's still an accomplishment. You know, the versatility there. Got Bison, Nikali, and now Guile. Yeah. Guy's a good player. <laughs> he, he, he's I. He, he, he's pretty good. Uh, but yeah, he, it's his third win of the season, but his first one offline, his other two were the West, West European online events went two and zero in those. So congratulations to him as he moves up the standings, Luffy again, moving up as well. Uh, close out the CPT this weekend with Tika. the phone. What the hell is this? this I'm, is I'm not liking these colors. Ace. I thought Mana was blue. Mana's supposed to be blue. What the hell is going on? He was blue. We're not at this point yet. We've got one more event to go. Oh, are you saying Elon went too far? Elon has, he always goes too far. Oh, man, there's no lie there. (laughs) Let's let's pull it back one screen. I don't know if Elon can. (laughs) Oh. God damn it, Alon. Furiatika, here we go. Furiatika. Let's take a trip to Costa Rica. Uh, very profitable trip for Maximoff as he takes the title over Kakaroto. Uh, his first ever CPT win, so congratulations to him. Uh, not a whole bunch of players in this event who already had points. In fact, the only one who earned points this weekend that already had had some was Doom Snake. So Maximoff still a ways to go to get into the thick of qualifying for Capcom Cup, but pretty good start for him. Now y'all can yell at me at, for the green. Well, before we yell at you, let's let's thank Zalbog oh, yeah. Bolv for subscribing to the channel. I have a new gift that I'm going to debut tonight, guys. But it's not a, it's not a, a gift clap for somebody subbing. Okay. It's for when you make a when you make a hot take. Oh, okay. That is questionable. How about that? <laughs> I, I expect you to get footage of the baby clapping and use that as a gift. Yeah. She can't do that yet. She can't but clap. Yeah, that makes sense. Hey, I'm oh. Ace King offsuit. Hold it. Hold Green it. Wait, wait, don't, don't enjoy it. Okay, got it. Yeah, that one works. I accidentally almost put the one that I'm saving for hot takes. Cool. Thanks, also, Steve. B- before Thanks, we Steve. before we go on, there was also two people that subbed before the show started and one that subbed right as I sat down and scared the hell out of me. 
<laughs> that is uh, Epistel, mm -hmm. Rabbi Chang, and Zero Star. Isn't Rabbi Chang the one that's always anonymous? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but that's fine. Nice. Thank you to all three of you. Yay. We will eventually not say your name. I swear. <laughs> all right. Now Steve has to defend himself. Okay. Yeah, dude. <laughs> the hell? So, so you missed this whole thing, Efren. I've been watching from Ev home. You, you've been watching, but you haven't experienced. Uh, everyone got on me like wise men of blue. <laughs> then I couldn't use blue on another game because then it looked weird. So now if you're green, you're in the money. Uh, That's the thinking. Okay. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> you know what? Y'all can make your own graphics. How about that? All right. So four people have guaranteed themselves into the Capcom Yeah, but that's not like in the money. That means they're in the big ball game. But yeah. everyone at at Capcom so they should all be is green. guaranteed money. Okay. So they are right. in the money. Okay. Well, then technically everyone on the screen is in the money right now. Hurricane ain't in the money. Toy ain't in the money. What about Daniel? not be in the money. Yeah, explain yourself. I don't know what you mean by that, John. How's everybody on the screen in the money? I meant like everybody that is, if Capcom Cup started right now, they would be in the money. Oh. But Cap yeah, so not everyone sense. on that screen, but almost everyone on that screen. It doesn't matter what happened with Capcom well, Cup. Well, let's just look at those standings again and talk about them a little bit. Yeah, Steve. Yeah, not a whole Go. lot of change this weekend. Fina moving into the top ten, but still very much not officially secured, but more or less comfortable in his spot for the uh, Capcom Cup, you will start to see some big movement over the next few weeks because uh, this is something we'll probably talk touch on later, but the next six weeks, there are seven different premiere events taking place Whoa. on CPT. That's there's one, yeah, there's one each of the next five weekends, and then there's two at the same time, one uh, traditional one and the European final. So expect a lot of movement, a lot of players to shoot up the rankings, pick up some big points. So, so infiltration with 1,600 points right now is not technically qualified? There is still... Is he green, John? It's very simple. You're right. I'm dumb. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I've been writing about Daigo as though he's for sure in the Pro Tour, by the way. So, uh... <laughs> More or less. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you I, I would still bet. I would bet on it. You also yeah, hung a D on the back wall of your old apartment, I remember. That was Driftwood's D. Oh. Uh, so, so Tell me more not, about it. You're not basking in the shadow of Driftwood's D anymore? <laughs> no, I've moved on. He's got a girlfriend, so... Aw. Uh, womp womp. Well, now... <laughs> Fighting games. Yeah. For D him. for dead air. Come on, guys. Let's keep this going. <laughs> right. That was a good one. Um, all right, guys. Uh, are you done with your recap, compadre? No, there was one other big event this weekend. All right, let's and hear it. it. Was what was favorite. it? <laughs> Super what was Smash it? Con. Oh, okay. Never mind. We're done. <laughs> uh, point Leo one. MK Leo taking uh, Smash Con. Uh, he missed Evo because of, was it chicken pox? Chicken pox. It was chicken pox, so... Who gets chicken pox anymore? MK Leo. <laughs> uh, he got it. Uh, Lima attended but did not enter the Evo champion. So it, we have yet to see the showdown as with Evo champion Leo, or Lima versus MK Leo. Wait, why, why, why not enter? Is there a legit I think reason? it's a clever you know? move. 
I think it's he, like trying to avoid the mana effect. He said that he didn't get there in time. He didn't register in time. Mm. So, uh, but there were some big upsets in the melee tournament. Uh, at the top, a couple of names you expect: Armada, Mewtwo King, Hungry Box taking the top three. Uh, but looking at the other gods, both Leffen and Mango finishing outside the top sixty-four. Leffen uh, feeling ill on the second day, withdrew uh, after winning his pool. Mango actually lost a match uh, to Flipsy uh, in the second wave of pools, and then immediately withdrew. So. Whoa, 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 whoa. Mango loses, and so, like, he... I mean, that's not to go to loser's bracket, right? Because the way that Smash works, but it, it was that essentially the idea is, like... He, yeah, he lost to go to losers, and then he quit. What? Damn yeah, it, I think it's lame, Like, I but... know he's a, he's, a, he's a rock star, right? The one time I remember seeing Mango on stage was at an Evo where he got top eight, and he got his medal, and um, everyone's cheering, and when he gets his medal, he just balls it up and throws it out into the crowd because he doesn't care, because then he wants you to know he doesn't care. I don't know about that whole move though. I feel it's disrespectful to the to the tournament, you know. And the guy that was in the the next the next one to fight Mango is gonna have an opportunity to play one of the Smash gods. But no, I just withdraw. It's like that's a it's a loser move. That means he beat him. That that that's how you play it. Yeah, yeah. Smash. Right. That takes I care. Think, I think now's as good a time as any to uh, bring up the new <laughs> gif. <laughs> <laughs> What? It's a good gif. This it guy really was upset is. too, right? Hungry boss? Yeah, why don't we go to that? Um, there's some tweets going around, and he's tired of your shit, Elon. Elon is the one that started this all a campaign against really? Hungry Box. He hates Hungry Box. That's <laughs> because I played Jigglypuff first. Oh, that's what it was. Uh, and just because he got more famous than I did, I'm kind of jealous. Why, why do you think yeah, that happened? Arguable. Had nothing to do with his skill or his ability to win oh, versus yours? Because he's, he's, you know, his name's Juan. Mm. All right. Should I set this up? Yes, please. Okay. Um, during top eight, uh, Hungry Box was in a match. He lost the fir- he lost a game, and he was looking at his watch. He it, a lot of people took that to uh, make it seem like he was trying to show up his his opponent. Uh, uh, in at least what he said afterwards was that he was actually checking to see if he would make his flight because top eight was originally scheduled earlier in the day. It got pushed back later after he had booked his flight. So now there was doubt about whether he'd make it or not. That's why he was checking the watch. And he got mad that he was, that everyone was assuming the worst. And this is something that isn't really, uh, it, it's not the first time that's happened. So he reached the breaking point uh, and he tweeted out, uh, quote, F this community, man. All you guys ever do is look for ways to give me S over any Bro, tiny thing. you can say thing. shit and fuck on this show, man. <laughs> I can, but I don't want to. Right. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm around a new parent. <laughs> I, I don't want she, my... She, she can't understand. She can't understand. I, I don't want my profanity yet. to rub off on her. Okay. Uh, all 12 years of me playing Melee has been full of it. I'm literally mocked by my peers, my competitors, and community figureheads on a daily basis. Like, what's the point anymore? 
the point is you make thousands and thousands of dollars but outside of that yeah i mean i I feel you like that that would suck and i'm sure it would wear on you for a while and most of this comes i mean i I don't follow smash religiously or anything but it feels like most of the hate this guy gets is because of the character he uses right it's a lot of things although it's very i've never seen him be a dick you know i (laughs) you said there's a lot there's a no 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 there's a lot of old stories of, of uh, to be honest, almost all of the Smash Gods had a history of at one point or another being disliked by the community. Now, like, there's so much of this like Leffen tweeting that Hungrybox is like the worst person on earth <laughs> and giving zero reasoning about it whatsoever, but just saying, you know, trust me, yeah. I swear he's the worst. <laughs> and then a lot of he plays Jigglypuff, he plays lame, he's killing Smash. This and, and to be fair Smash. to him, this seems like a ridiculous. Like he was, I mean, like everything he said checks out. Like they did change the top eight date. He did have a flight then. That probably is why he was checking his watch. I'm sure it would get extremely annoying to hear that all the time. I think he probably reacted poorly. Mm-hmm. Obviously, fuck saying fuck the community is not gonna win you any favors. But what point? Are you at mentally when you arrive? At but yes, that? I mean, like it would suck to to have tried because I mean, his at least his persona publicly is very positive. I think usually yeah. pretty nice, and I can't comment on what he's like behind the scenes. <clears throat> but most people who talk about him as a fan say he's nice to fans, he's nice to this, he's nice to that. Um, Siege in the chat brought up uh, something that I remember when I read it, I was like, man, that's fucked up. That's what I'm saying. Like he's he, he people. The community is awful to this guy. That, that somebody, Absolutely somebody horrible. Somebody ran into him. The grocery store. Hey, man, are you hungry, boss? Absolutely. Like, yeah. Just and they're like, go kill yourself. Horrible, horrible, horrible. This guy <laughs> and whatever he's done in the past, I don't think deserves what he's getting at this point. So just like a three year old runs up and chucks an ice cream. <laughs> I, I feel bad for him. <laughs> I feel bad for him. Yeah, that's <laughs> shitty. It's shitty. Maybe he just needs to go home and get some rest. I, I, I think it's something that... Is that a know, Jigglypuff it, joke? God damn it, what? John. Is that a Jigglypuff joke? Fuck you. No. <laughs> but I, that was... I, I'm not even in tune to that, so bravo. Bravo. But I just feel like this is something that Smash players have been dealing with for a while, because, or at least in the, in the Melee scene, because there's sup, such a separation between the top players and everybody else that they're they're treated like celebrities in, in both for the good and for the bad and this is obviously for the bad and this is something that i feel is coming towards uh to the traditional fgc you know as we get bigger um as you get more people like me who write about people playing fighting games, who talk about people playing fighting games, who bring up the things that they do on stream, you know, th- there's this sort of culture of what did they do? What, you know, everything is a blow up now. So to be the focus of that blow up so many times, so often, it drains on you. And, you know, yeah, you make money playing a video game, but that doesn't really cancel out the negativity you know just this constant drumbeat of hey fuck you you're piece of shit because he said it now yeah dude seriously man go what's coming i gonna say when she hears you <laughs> that say was, the f wow. you better not say the s word either because i'm real upset i i set myself up for that one i i sorry I, please I, continue you had you had go a, ahead you're you you on a good thought, thought. Yeah. <laughs> but it's sort Don't of like <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just it something like this feels inevitable 
that it would happen to, you know, a Smash player. Yeah, it's it's kind of runs with the meme, but stuff like this is going to happen more and more as long as there's this big spotlight on players, and especially considering a lot of players coming up now are literal are so young. Like we were, people are talking all this crap about what Lima and Captain Zach did. They're literally teenagers. They're they're kids playing teenagers. And, and and they're getting blown up all over the internet, told they're they're terrible people, pieces of crap for playing a game not the right way. It's not even about being good or bad anymore. It used to be like, oh, we like people because they're good at the game. Now it's how you play, too. <clears throat> I mean, Leffen at one point was banned from Smash. For what? <laughs> for for being, being awful. <laughs> no, like literally for like telling people to kill themselves at tournaments and like making fun of Scrubs constantly. He's banned from Smash. He's like the McEnroe of Smash. Yeah, I, I mean like. Banned, I, but. I, but now he's fine and he says Hungrybox is awful. I don't really know. I don't really care about any of them in particular. It's like, ugh, I don't know. But the, no one should be told the things they're told. Whatever well, the good did. news is nothing petty like this happens in the FGC. You know, it's only in Smash, so at least we have that to hold on to. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll tell you I'm, I'm glad game. you're. I'm glad you have the ability to say that with a straight face because I would not have been able to make it. Let I'm me, just calling it as I see it. <clears throat> Let me tell you what the real good news is. Uh, we had a giveaway, an Evo Pizza giveaway. Oh. Can you pick four players and score higher than us four on the dais? And I played some. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and if so, you will win a pizza. Well, it was. It ended up being the highest scoring person because and no I one was going to beat us score. taking the top twenty picks. Correct. However, sorry, Steve, top sixteen picks, and then four of your picks. <laughs> <laughs> but Steve, Ace King, Officer Jerk, forgot to say keep it in the continental United States. Um, so it was a little bit trickier, but <laughs> we pulled it off. We have a winner from Brazil. Pedro, I would, I would pronounce it Pedro, but he did not pronounce it Pedro, and we're going to find out how he pronounces it. Biking Stomps has a pizza, and we have a video. He sent us one. Hi, guys, from Best of Hive Show. This is Pedro, a.k.a. Biking Stomps, and I would like to thank Efren, Mike, Steve, and John Velociraptor for this awesome pizza. Okay. Thank you guys and keep up with the good work. And by the way, yes, we use ketchup, mustard, and mayonnaise and the pizzas here in Brazil. Okay? Peace out, guys. So you might not notice, but we actually can't hear it uh, in the studio. But he did at the end of that clip say that in Brazil they put mustard, ketchup, and mayonnaise on their pizza. It's Which is what Elon was telling us. Yeah. Elon, yeah. is that a thing? Elon is. Brazilian. Speaks Portuguese even. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I do. Okay, I do. Uh, no, so I've, I know I've how never... to say I don't speak Portuguese because I'm constantly confused with a Portuguese person at work. We have the same email. <laughs> and, and you figured it out. Okay, anyway. You don't follow Portuguese. Something like that. That's close enough. <laughs> uh, so I've, I've never had mayonnaise on a pizza, but I have had ketchup and mustard on a pizza. And in my opinion, mustard on a pizza is pretty dope. Especially yeah. on a cold pizza. Sounds fine. Uh, I'm a mustard guy. Yeah. All right, but We're anyway. all arguing about pineapple and stuff, and, and there's a real big problem. Mustard, mayonnaise, and ketchup on pizza. <laughs> I think the conversation needs to evolve. 
Regardless, shout outs to the Brazilian FGC. Shout outs to anybody in Brazil watching us. And, uh, you know, we're grateful for anybody who watches the show anywhere on the planet. And I hope you enjoyed that pizza. Biking Stomps. That's so sick that, that some dude from Brazil won that. And then some oh, dude from oh, Brazil. I have more. Oh, I have it's, more. Kind of, it's almost never an American who wins any of our contests. <laughs> well, yeah. I asked him. Half so. of Salty Claws went to Europe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's almost <laughs> never American. Our budget I... for Steve has gone almost entirely to shipping costs. <laughs> well, I asked him how he made his picks. Let me, let me read this off to you here. Bike and Stomp says, Itazan Haitani had been doing really good at Rage. Oil King always plays good. Men RD would put a lot of work for Evo after his tweet. You know, Men had been saying he's going to win it. Uh, and Luffy was just a wild card that worked. So that's how he picked and uh, shout outs to Well, Bike I guess Stops. Americans winning in the FGC doesn't really happen anymore anyway. So. Oh. What about uh, Sonic Fox? Other than Sonic Fox. All right. We were talking SF5. Anyhow. <laughs> Good point. So, uh, yeah, shout outs to Bike and Stops. Thank you very much. We look forward to whatever we come up, to be our ne- come up with to be our next uh, giveaway. And uh, maybe we'll loosen the purse strings and it won't just be a pizza. Quien sabe. All right, um, back to Smash, guys. No, 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 we're going to stay here for later. I do. If you're not excited about the Smash reveals, then you're not maybe a gamer. I am. I actually love Hell Smash. Hell yeah, man. Uh, the game. But, but even the trailers alone, even if you don't play the game, like seeing those trailers, don't you get excited? God, as, like, that K. Roll trailer was so good. Yeah, well, we'll, I can't wait for the one. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. <clears throat> um, Steve, you wrote on here, a new stream series from AJ on Becoming a Pro. AJ, who we once had on the show when he was still, uh, oh, he was EG. then Echo Fox, I'm not saying, or was he at uh, EG at the time? No, Keep I think going. he was with Echo Fox, but he talked about being with EG. We, we had him at one point at EG when we had Flow on. That was yeah. rough, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I remember I brought it up um, when we made him apologize to Flow live on the show. <laughs> okay, we did not make him, him apologize to Flow. <laughs> <laughs> that is... <laughs> That was that. Uh, go back into the Daily Dot uh, Dot Esports archives and find that one. That was an excellent episode. Uh, that was one of the best. Anyway, of the AJ show. is um, back on the prowl, or I don't know how to uh, get this uh, segment going here, but uh, how to become a pro. Steve, what can you tell me? Uh, he recently decided to start a new. Uh, twitch stream a weekly stream and he has it in mind uh aimed at people who are trying to become a pro player uh trying to get involved with an organization uh either from a player perspective a personnel perspective so as you mentioned former player manager at evil geniuses former man- player manager at echo fox so the guy knows how how to get in get his foot in the door has a ton of experience so uh be sure to follow cool gray aj on twitter to see when he will be streaming somebody's uh uh rem- reminding us in the chat that i can't believe you guys had um combo fiend on and i'm saying he didn't want to be on and i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna reveal the reason why he didn't want to be on because the week prior, we had Triforce and KBR on, <laughs> and he was like, "Dude, you're gonna go on like people, yeah, people we at did his some wild stuff back like, in the day. You're gonna go on that show. They just had Triforce on. Um, yeah, that was nuts. That's good times. Good times. <laughs> so, uh, you going pro, Steve? Is what you're telling me? Um, I didn't want. I didn't get a chance to watch, so I'm not gonna go John, pro. John, John, are you going pro, John? Nope. Mike, you've been going pro on the commentary circuit since I've been gone, man. You've been all over the place. 
I've been doing I've been doing some commentary. And you've been using it as a crutch. That's what I'm gonna call you, bro, because you're like, I shouldn't have done the commentary. That's why I did poorly in my uh. Oh, yeah, it's a that? really good way for me to say why I lose in tournaments. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's really good for that. So I'm gonna <laughs> keep doing it. Um, okay, I'm just trying to bust chops here because it's been a long time. And it's been building up. Um, <laughs> you know, ever just watches the show every time and he tries to talk shit to me <laughs> or John or not really Steve that much. Yeah, that's because I love Steve. Um, I love you too. Strictly platonic, though. <laughs> Aw, that's not what you told me on the DMs. But um, so, how do you guys feel about AJ coming back and helping people go pro? Seems Giving fine. them the tips. That Can't. dude's been there from the beginning. Like EG was one of the first good stuff um, esports teams to come to the FTC. He's been there on that team. He's been there on Echo Fox. I mean, that dude probably has a wealth of knowledge on. Someone's going to spin it some it. way, but I can't really figure out how yet. What you mean? I mean, I think it's ultimately a good thing, and no one else, to my knowledge, is doing it, right? And so, and, and it is real. Like, we're growing and growing and growing, and we're getting more and more teams and, and more and more players uh, in the community that are rising up to uh, to these levels. And, and so it makes total sense. Like, someone should write a book. Someone should start a stream, and AJ is kind of leading that charge. Whether or not, I mean, it might be too early, and it might be that uh, no one really kind of jumps on, and that would be sad and unfortunate, but... It's very well possible that it's not, and that it'll just continue to uh, to, to gain steam and traction, and, and it'll be a thing that really helps people. And then if that's the case, I'm sure more people will jump into that boat, and, and it'll grow, and hey, we'll have more in the way of esports and sponsored players and teams and, and everything. D and that's all I have to say about that. All right, let me get back to this... We might we might have a surprise guest in the show, so stand uh, by on that. Uh, you know all this talk of these uh, exciting old days, uh, and then it happens. But um, you're right. I agree with everything you said, John. And uh, <laughs> I, if I could, you know, who, who wouldn't want to go pro, man? That would be pretty cool. If we still had Street Fighter Four going, I know I could probably go pro with T Hawk. Easily. Kick my ass, yeah. Oh, that's right. Remember we went like uh, what was the final count on that? I think I, I even peed on you once. Yeah, and then we was that was after we played. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, to Panga League Seven, let's talk about that, hey? Steve, oh yeah, that's happening. You're up to Panga League Seven. Yeah, this kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, they announced after a year and a half break the return of Topanga League. So they announced the groups. Uh, they invited 18 players and then brought on three more through uh, an online qualifier. So we have our three groups of seven. They will play advance to the offline stage, and then the top players from the offline stage will advance to the final. So Why are Tokido, Fujimura, and Daigo in the same group? It is... Uh, group C is nasty... From at least from a name uh, name recognition perspective, because you've got those three, you've got Gachikun, uh, Momochi as well, and Kazunoko, Sako, and Powell. Yeah, Powell, I don't think these are very strong at player. All. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I feel like just a quick look here; those are the top ranked players on the Pro Tour that are in this, right? Because the other ones like Infiltration and uh, who else? Problem X. I don't know if Problem X is up there because of a Zebo win, right? Yeah. So Fujimura, Daigo, Tokido, that's like one, two, and five on the Pro Tour, and they're all in the same group. And then Gachikun got third at Evo. 
<laughs> yeah. So going through not Fujimura, a Fujimura's number one, Tokido's number three, Daigo is five, uh, Fudo seven, Gachikun is nine. Uh, who's the next one up? Bonchan is twenty. Nemo twenty three. Yeah, I, I have no idea how they decided this. Basically. Yeah. Just considering that those, I mean, because like obviously all, almost all of these names are very recognizable and, and a huge threat, right? But just considering like what the recent results have been, you would at least go by the numbers on the Pro Tour to say, okay, well, you know, these are the yeah, highest sorry, ranking players four. on the Pro Tour. Let's spread those That's guys good. out at least. But whatever. I mean, it's, it's, it'll still be fun. Yeah, I mean, every player on there is very good. No doubt about that. Um... So Topanga League, is that one like uh, one and you're out? No, no, is this like a whole season? No, I'm it's actually, like a whole I, season. I'm actually of, like completely out of the loop. I know the, I just know obviously it's like top the format's changing a little bit this year, but yeah, it's a lot of long sets and good play. Right on, right on. Um, and that's like not on Twitch and it's hard to watch. Yeah. It will be on Open Rec. I haven't tried that. I keep hearing that, that people are using well, who, well, what can It used to be on Nico Nico, right? Yeah, that's the one. Yes. Nico is a lot yeah. harder to he use. He has to like navigate rack. a Japanese website to put in your credit card information to watch it, and I ain't gonna do that. The only guy <laughs> on this day is that navigates Japanese sites and has to use their credit card, Steve. What kind of uh, <laughs> what kind of things are you are you Japanese using? Japanese pizza, Steve. Japanese pizza. Japanese pizzas, bro. Just <clears throat> code for dirty stuff. Good to have you back, Efren. <laughs> Anyway, uh, moving right along, we have a new signed player. Speaking of esports, esports ecosystem. You've heard of esports ecosystem, right? Yeah, of course I have. They uh, <laughs> me too. They are the coins. Uh, oh, that's right. Well, anyway, they sponsored Cool Kid for SoCal Regionals. Smart. Got the coins. Only for SoCal Regionals, or just in time? And for my SoCal? understanding is just for SoCal Regionals. So they're gonna ride that hype and then drop them. <laughs> Poor Cool Kid, but. <laughs> I mean, he's getting sponsored to a tournament, right? So, to go to SoCal Regionals. Yeah, he got top eight at Evo in 2018 using a character that wasn't supposed to make it into any premier event, you know, top eight. Like, that's a pretty and, good and Yeah, Evo's not a premier, clearly. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, but, you know, maybe he uh, goes to SoCal Regionals, he places really high, and then, you know, keep him on and throw him some more coins. And <laughs> I don't know, man. Sounds what so accent <laughs> was that supposed to be? That's like, uh, you know, Mexican uh, accent. <laughs> Mexican accent. Come on, man. Uh, but Cool Kid, even though Evil wasn't a premiere, that dude's doing work with Abigail Donka. Yes, he, he did great. I was real happy for him. I was, like, I was yeah. like screaming when he won. I bet you were. Efren, do you have, like, magic tricks that you do now that you're a dad and, like, dumb jokes and stuff? Oh, I, I, I was expecting dumb to jokes. You can't really tell a joke to his kid yet, though. No, not yet. Um, however, uh, my magic trick is I can change diapers really fast in about 15 a day. Nice. Yeah. A lot of diapers. A lot of diapers that we go through at the house. Yeah, because now you have two people using them. <laughs> It depends. Wow. Anyway, um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> we're moving right along here, guys. Jazzy League announced community-run third strike circuit with a name like Jazzy League. I don't know why I would think it would be like uh, Skullgirls or something. <laughs> Steve, you can't, you, you, can't, you can't be distracted, Steve. You're the one that puts that makes this rundown for us. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm trying to make things happen for the show here. Oh. 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 So. 
So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this was just announced. Uh, Jazzy League is a community-run <laughs> third strike circuit similar to uh, Burst League for Guilty Gear and the like. Uh, it will be run on Smash.gg. It will run throughout the year, uh, throughout this year and next. It will it, it will uh, end up with a 16-player final. Uh, there will be six automatic qualifier events. Winners of those go to the final. The top six players in the season-long standings uh, after those guys and girls will go to the finals. And then there will be a last-chance qualifier event. Top four players from that will go to the final as well to round out the field. So uh, first event will be in a week and a half at La, uh, La Crosse, Wisconsin. So be sure to check that out. Guys, we got a lot of juicy topics left in this show. And uh, yeah. we got about 45 minutes left to do it. All right, I'm going to spoil the guest. Wait. Ed Boone. It's my crop. <laughs> yeah, Ed, Ed wants Ed us to reveal the second trailer for Mortal <laughs> Kombat 11. Dude, come on, man. You should have let him come on and uh, surprise okay, us. Okay, well, sorry. Sorry, Ed. <laughs> I don't go. All right, um, we got okay. Let's go to the first of the juicy. Let's just jump into the juicy stuff. Um, real juicy guys. Daigo said <laughs> that uh, Street Fighter Five is simple, and that's why more people are uh, able to perform at a high level. And Mena didn't yep. like that. Steve. <laughs> uh, yeah, Daigo was. Do we have in uh, a, a tweet on that? We do. Daigo uh, was doing an interview with uh, Unicorn. Unicorn, uh, the new esports gambling site, and part of that ventured into uh, Street Fighter V and its complexity, simplicity. Uh, and Daigo, in that interview, said, "Quote: The simplicity of the game allows international players, the players of the regions that <laughs> traditionally didn't get represented in Street Fighter, to compete." And I think that's a good thing. A lot of people took that as shade. Uh, I always, yeah, I mean. There's I'm no always way hesitant on translated quotes because, like, I don't know the culture. I don't know exactly how it was said, but it doesn't come off well. I agree. It definitely sounds questionable. Do you disagree with what Daigo's saying here? Yes, <laughs> I don't think I don't think the simplicity of the game has anything to do with internet. You can talk about online play. You can talk about various things, but I don't I don't think that makes sense. No. Yeah, I think one of the regions that was most sort of shook by that or at least you know presumed to be shook by that was latin america especially the dominican republic because you've got a bunch of young players coming up doing well you had two the reigning capcom cup champion is from dominican republic you have two dominican players who made top 12 at evo so that's certainly a scene uh on the rise and a lot of people felt that that comment kind of undercut uh, some of the uh, – threw some shade at that scene in particular. I mean, it is Daigo. So his voice goes a lot further and has a lot more gravity than most other people's. So there is that. But at the end of the day, it is one guy saying a thing. And, I mean – if you do take offense to it, I, I think, okay, so I don't personally take offense to it, uh, but I'm not Mena, you know, and I'm not one of these top eight Evo competitors or Capcom Cup winners, so I get that. But if, if I, I try to put myself in their shoes and I go, all right, well, but who the hell cares? I mean, at the end of the day, I'm playing this game, I'm getting fame, I'm getting money, I'm, I'm having fun doing it, 
I'm traveling. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm helping my scene. If you're Mena and you, and you take home the 250K or whatever it was from Capcom Cup, there's a lot of good and a lot of positivity. And one guy saying, yeah, this game might be for babies a little bit, and that's why everyone else is doing good because people haven't traditionally done as good as Japan um, for the most part. It's like, well, okay, good, whatever. It doesn't matter. Here we are now. John, this is what's going on. It's not what? just one guy, bro. It's okay, Daigo. but like, yeah, I well, no, I acknowledge that to start this all, but like at the end of the day, he's still one guy, you know. And it, it, so, what he said, it does that change anything anywhere? Well, it's I just, mean, that is what it is. Sure, I mean, I don't disagree with you. But and that that's I mean, man, I should still feel good about his accomplishments and so should Kaba. But I do yes. I like this. I think the comments misguided. Like, I, I feel like he's almost assuming that like this is a that the game being easy has allowed these countries that don't have like an arcade scene to like be able to play it. But the Dominican scene offline is thriving. They have a ton of great players, a lot, like a lot of really, really great players. And they have two absolutely world-class players. And you could argue DRA's up there, too. He's made a Capcom Cup. So, I mean, this is a scene that works really fucking hard and yeah, plays all the time. Hard. And no, they've even. earned it. And I think they would do well in any game. So, there you go. And two That's of these my guys take. from the DR have taken out Daigo. At least uh, Kawa didn't teabag him like uh, Mena did. Oh, that was pretty godlike. Uh, Ultra David in the chat says, Street Fighter Five is not simple. I also agree. I don't think Street Fighter Five is an easy game. Street Fighter Five is a hard game to be consistent in. It's exactly, and it's such a broad statement to say it's simple. Is it simple in the respect that it's the execution's easier than most other games? Yes. Uh, and like, is it easier to pick up a character? Yes. Is it easy to delve into the character and to be consistent and to understand the mind games that come into um, Street Fighter Five play? Absolutely not. So to say a game is either uh, uh, simple or complex is is it doesn't do the the entire topic justice. You can't just sit there and say that. Like you have to have more detail. You have to say this part of the game is simple. This part of the game is complex, and here's why that's significant. So it, it's like it, it it needs a little more nuance. Yeah, um, should point out that uh, Mena took to Twitter to respond to this, uh, and I believe we have that tweet up. Uh, as well. He said, quote, I believe the main reason more regions are getting to shine is because Street Fighter is finally being taken seriously in regions outside of Japan and the United States, not because Street Fighter is a simple game. I believe that if a more complex Street Fighter game is released with the same Capcom Pro Tour incentive or more, we would still see a lot of region diversity and have champions from around the globe. I agree. Good response. Pretty mature. And, and I think and I think it doesn't have to be one or the other. I think that there are, are it's all part of an equation that adds up to the situation that we're in. Street Fighter Five, a little bit more simple in certain ways. Sure, that contributes maybe. Um, and then all the things that manages. Why, why does it contribute? I totally disagree. I don't think it's both sides at all. I mean, I don't know. Uh, why? Uh, why does the game being simpler help all down and, the Dominicans? Well, it would help anyone. It would help anyone outside of those that have been consistently good in the past. It's like the the people on the top of the mountain. Or at the top of the tower, uh, if you if you change the the landscape, then the things that they've been good at, or the things that they've been focusing on, are no longer necessarily the most important parts of it. And so now you've changed what is important, so the hierarchy can change a little bit. That, that you know, two sides to the same coin right there. There's there's opinions on both sides. 
good opinions on both yeah. sides. And, uh, and and again, I don't think that like it's all answered on, on one side or not. I think it's uh, there are little bits and pieces of truth to all the sides of it, and it adds up to what's going on right now. But to say it's like it's because it's simple, it's like no, that's erroneous, or it's because it's complex or whatever, it's erroneous. It's 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 a whole thing. His reply also, I find it interesting that he says if there was another game more complex or otherwise that had the same incentives as the CPT, you would still see the same amount of drive. Considering that there are not the same incentives in the uh, South American region, uh, considering don't they like not even have price pools? They can't even give money away. Well, they didn't have That's the Brazil. finals. Didn't no. have money because Brazil has different laws regarding. Oh, that's that. what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. Well, then disregard what so. I just said. I'm sorry, guys. Um, guys, do we want to talk more about that? The game's not simple. It's very hard no, to be no, consistent. Just in what David said, and whatever he says, I take as we've talked about SF5 simplicity a million times. <laughs> so people do want us to talk about this: the Illuminati plotting against James Banks. We're going to say that for a little bit later because next up, the juiciest of juicy topics is: I want to do money match. Get the fuck up! I have the right to the seat that your ass is planted in because I'm playing. For money. Right? Oh, wow. Wow. Get up. I'm getting up. <laughs> um, Can we talk about how this Well, how started? many dollars exactly? I think it's like $37.5 well, it if becomes if a legitimate money match. <laughs> well, yeah, we have to account for inflation, which coast, who's playing, what characters. East Coast famous for doing it first to, five, uh, first to 15 for $5. Yeah, no, so yeah, I've seen that many times. <laughs> But like so, so uh, I don't remember the uh, the name of the guy that that kind of said this, but I remember the hey, response was from Chris here. T, right? And he and he was. Let's applaud yeah, go ahead. for Pinch Grip. Dago says, and of course, Pinch Grip <laughs> just paid five dollars, so we like him more than all of you. Yeah, everybody, Absolutely. all the other subs, get out. Yeah, um, if you're not a sub, you have to let yeah. him sub first. Uh, I don't <laughs> yeah, know. He, he gave us a first to ten money match worth of uh, attention. So Yeah, for, well, for, on well, the for a New Yorker, yeah. Hey, uh, Don, um, okay, you, you were sending it up with the Chris T tweets? Right, now, do we have those tweets? Because I don't want to, I mean, if we have them already ready I don't to go. have the graphic, but okay. I can no. pull it up. Sure, I mean, if we want to quote them directly, but my, like, the whole thing was, the argument is that when people are playing casuals, uh, there's a line for casuals, but if somebody wants to play a money match, they get a fast pass to the front of the line and get to play that because it takes precedence because the stakes are higher because it's a money match. One person said, this is not how things should be. Everyone should just have to wait their turn. Chris T jumped in with his infinite 22-year-old wisdom or how old he is and said, <laughs> no, this dark. is the way it is. Well, look, Chris and I are friends, and and I grew up grew up uh, Street Fighter-wise and competition-wise in the exact same environment at the exact same time as him. I experienced this as well, and I've even been uh, I've even been the person that's like, hey, we're gonna money match, and the, just the whole atmosphere of the area, the room that we're in, goes, oh no, money matches do take precedence. That is something that happens, and you can make an argument for that because you say, well, money going into it, okay, the stakes are higher, so they should get to play. Is that a set in stone rule that makes it right? No, absolutely not. There there is no set in stone rule because we don't have people like referees. Um, you know, going around and, and monitoring and regulating the casual station. So I think it was inappropriate for Chris to come forward and say, no, the rule is. It's like, no, you it was a very weird. And I, I know we both been in money match situations. I think this is like something that happens in money match rooms when like some two people are playing casuals and some guy comes up and is like, hey, we're planning on money matching. And usually the guys go, yeah, like, go ahead. You know, I've mm -hmm. never, this rule does not apply as far as I've known 
to casual stations at tournaments. This is like a misapplying of a rule. Like, well, and it, it, it used to be that most money match rooms were rooms in a hotel. Yes, exactly. And nowadays it's all happening down at the casuals. And if that's a, a totally different casuals. situation. And the atmosphere is totally different. And I think it was never an issue in the past. But yes, if two guys came up to two other guys and were like, get the fuck up, <laughs> like we're playing a money match, that would be an issue. And I don't, yeah, yeah I agree. Like, I think we have the same opinion, which is that, like, this was a weird thing for Chris to tweet. Like, the, the only, and so, yeah, it feels like that's what I was getting at with, like, his young 22 year old infinite wisdom. It's like, you know, you're jumping to, to a place of authority here and talking about it in a way that says, like, no, this is the set in stone. This is in the FGC rule book. And there is no such thing, at least not concerning this. At the end of the day, the only thing you might argue that's set in stone is. People just need to have respect for each other when they're playing and they're in these environments. Um, but I mean, it's 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 very much doggy dog. And when you're sitting there and, and and there are limited setups, what it really comes down to is it's like the law of the jungle. The 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 pushiest and the loudest player is going to get their way most of the time. Uh, you know, the person that says, "No, oh, let me get one more," even though our set's over. Uh, oftentimes, we'll stay on and get to play another one, and everyone goes, "Well, that guy's a dick." In fact, we had a, a player here in Arizona would, that would do that, and it happened so frequently that everyone hated him. They eventually ostracized him from the group, and he kind of stopped coming. And he uh, and like anytime someone would do something like that, we would call them his name. We'd oh yeah, say, we we have the Brian Jones. Yeah, we have the same one. <laughs> yeah. We, so in that case, you call him, you're Brian Jonesing people right now and stuff like that, right? So uh, you use not only his first name. I don't know if you're going to use my guy's first name, but you're using his first and last name. Great. But yeah, Brian Jones. So like, yeah. You risk you risk ostracizing yourself from the group, and you risk being a dick. And ultimately, it's not good for everybody around you. So don't do it. But at the same time, if someone comes up and respectfully like, hey, we're playing a money match, and and someone is just as able to go yeah sure i mean like that's fine and i want to watch it and it's probably higher level players or whatever i don't know but the the bottom line of it all is just be respectful to people around you acknowledge the people around you you know give your turn whether you're the one sitting down or you're the one waiting be nice to the other people but most importantly I, you need to be nice to top players um hungerbox had i think he put this entire argument to bed by saying money matching is one thing but i truly hope you don't have this logic if it's a top player needing to warm up for attorney. You know, every time I, I defended Hungerbox, I feel bad now. <laughs> <laughs> Only so many setups backstage in our special area. So <laughs> top players often have to use God, I, we, so It sucks, but we dumb. have to be there in coach with you guys. This is not top player entitlement. It would be people doing their jobs. It's almost like I, he used a template for a bad tweet. Like, it's like... He came out and said, no, you're wrong, but it's right in this situation where it's just as bad. Like, I mean, and, and, and that's going to come across that way, and, and I agree. But also, if I mean, say you're, you're practicing casuals and or you're playing casuals and somebody that's getting ready for top eight says, hey, I mean, there aren't any other setups. Do you mind if I take this to practice? I think a respectful thing would be to let them do that. If Hbox tweeted, does someone have a setup for me to practice on right now? He would get a thousand responses in ten seconds of people trying to airmail him GameCubes to play <laughs> on. I promise. Like it would be really easy. Really easy for I, him to I set think, up. I think what a lot of this boils down to is, you know, just beyond the specific issue at play, it feels like it it's kind of getting into this idea of a fighting game tournament as a participatory experience versus a fighting game tournament as a spectator event. You know, 
if you're a casual player, someone who goes 0 and 2, 1 and 2, 2 and 2, you know, casual matches are basically going to be the highlight of your weekend. You know, it's your chance to go in and grind and get some games in. But does that take priority over, you know, a particular money match, which will probably, which obviously invo- involves fewer people and monopolizing the setup, but brings more spectators over, brings more hype to the the showroom floor, the game floor. You know, here's here's how the interaction happens. Uh, you're playing Hungry Box or whomever comes up. Hey guys, I have a match. Uh, is it cool if I play? It's completely within your right, and it's your prerogative to say, "Yeah, that's cool. Go ahead." Or, "No, I'm sorry, we're playing casuals. You got to get in line, Hungry Box. You scrub." <laughs> Either one of those responses. I mean, whatever. Like that. This this should not even be a, a real debate. It's it's almost silly that we're talking about it. It's like you just ask, and the person on there, you know. I'm, I'm done with it. It's it's dumb. So it I really is dumb. Be nice yes. to each other. It's really dumb. <laughs> yeah, so I have take. I have one little anecdote. Um, so here in Austin, everyone uh, every year they have like Rooster Teeth throws a convention at the convention center called RTX. I usually uh, work there. I'm a room manager for one of the panel rooms. This year, somebody brought a briefcase with a CRT and a GameCube, and they sat in line playing Melee. Now. If somebody who's just going at a conven- to a convention to wait in line brings this to have fun, if pro players are really having that big of an issue finding a setup, since it's their job and they should be prepared to do their job, why not bring their own setups? Elon, run it. Oh, oh, got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so at least, okay, I said earlier that there was no petty, you know, drama crap going on in the FGC. We're going to attribute that still to the Smash side. So we still got a clean slate. <laughs> yeah, that so was nothing Smash. That was yeah, Smash. We're not done here. The FC proper has dramatic. not done anything inappropriate or sinister or nothing conspiratorial yet. or behind their backs or... <sighs> so uh, the eSports uh, uh, Sentinel or what was this site that came out of nowhere? I don't know. It was the first article they ever put up. I uh, had a scathing article. Damning, even smoking gun, if you will, of uh, the UK FGC really ripping this one guy a new one and uh, conspiring to make him look like an asshat live during an event, which they didn't do. Well, apparently, I thought I was going to be giving like a crazy hot take on this, which was that I didn't think it was a big deal. But I guess no, that's actually it not. Is a, it is. A big I guess deal. that's not that hot of a take, it's and offensive. I guess a lot of people are agreeing with me. No. And I'm usually the person. You know, being pretty hard on people here. Um, should I give my take? Well, okay. Throw, throw, throw up the. Uh, yeah, let's start, so let's somebody set first. it up. Let's look at the screen grab things, and then I want to hear your take, mi compadre. Uh, probably me again. Uh, so this was. <laughs> yes. <right>. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so this was a uh, article from VP. Uh, excuse me, from VP Esports that just came out today. Uh, Does that mean they're the vice presidents of esports? I, I would assume so. Okay. Uh, it involves screenshots apparently taken from a group chat that involves Logan Sama, F Word, a uh, few other UK commentators who were set to work with James Banks, who is an e an esports 
host slash presenter, not necessarily someone from the fighting game scene. No, he's from CSGO. Uh, I've yes. talked to him and I've worked with him, and, he, and he's tried, he, he kind of saw the growth in the, the fighting game side of esports uh, a year or two ago now, and kind of wanted to get in on that and said, you know, like, I'm going to start doing interviews, I want to start being part of this, I want to start help propelling the FGC towards esports. So no, he's not an esports, or I'm sorry, he's not an FGC guy through and through, but it's like, hey, I know the ropes here. Would you guys like to, you know, like I can kind of, kind of help you, you know, show you around a little bit and try to help and 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 grow your scene along with this and and just tell you what I know. And that's that's my personal experience with James Banks. Okay, I'm trying, but he is the new kid. And you're making it. I assume that this guy deserved everything that they were uh, locker room talking about him. Okay, so these four guys said that they were gonna trip him up, trip him up, interrupt him, ask him hard questions. Treat him like an outsider and try to make him look dumb in their group chat. Yeah. Um, and they seemed a little bit salty that he was getting top billing. And yes, and that he was getting the billing for this, etc. It's mean girls, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's a little mean girls. And, and, and my take is this, which is that it looks bad, right? And there were some douchey things said in here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's not necessarily something you defend. At the same time... The tournament went on. They didn't do any of this. And this was a private group chat. I think there's a big difference between saying salty things privately to people and not flowing through on them than either A, doing it, or B, stating it publicly and hurting someone's feelings. Not in 2018, I baby. Think this Anything is, that like, I mean, it's honestly... Saying stuff like this and writing stuff down and doing things like that is considered a healthy method for getting rid of that anger and for not doing <laughs> things. It's, it really is. I'm not kidding. No, that's a, that's a valid argument. It, it really is. And I, I like maybe they said it in the wrong place. Obviously, someone in here screenshotted this and sent it <laughs> yeah, to someone. So maybe that out. was dumb. I don't know who's in the chat. But I think thinking malicious thoughts is not only not a crime – but not even really a bad thing. Um, and they didn't do it. And there you go. Like, I don't it's care. Like I, I, really, had... I really don't care. And I don't harbor any different feelings about any of them because of this. So there you go. Well, what confuses me about all of this is that, one, you know, you have Logan and F-Word who have experience in this exact thing. They both worked on uh, Gfinity Elite Series. So they've worked with people who don't necessarily come from a Street Fighter background. This idea that you have to be one of us in order to be a successful host, that's not, they've already, they already know that that's not the case. You know, we saw it at E League. You know, if, if you have someone who's a host, they don't necessarily have to be a master of all all the knowledge that the game shows they just have to navigate you know navigate the show allow the analysts to show what they know put them in spots where they can educate the audience inform the audience and you don't necessarily have to be a great street fighter mind in order to do that we saw that with Richard Lewis, say what you will about him, but he he was good in the hosting role. Uh, Malik as well was good in the hosting role in in E-League. So it just puzzles me that 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 this is a thing. Like this, 
this salt, assuming it's true, which you, so, but, gotta but, believe what, it is. What puzzles you about it? Or what surprises you about it? It, it? This is like a recurring theme. It's always been the case. If you don't have cred, if you've never played, if you're not, like, start from the bottom and then made your way up little now, by little. Now, to give a little bit of background, they talk about how he responded specifically about Who we Ryu, about? Uh, okay. James Banks. So he, he was talking about Street Fighter, I guess, out of line. Yet again, I'm not endorsing what they said at all. I'm just saying that, like, ignoring what they said. But, so Okay, but, but, but back to my point is, um, this has always been the case. We're very protective. An outsider comes in who has clout from somewhere else. And all you think that since you have clout in CSGO, you can come in here and take our jobs. Um, that she's not, you know, typically... It's a different job! It is a different it's job. It's a different job! I don't care, don't and take like, it. And like Steve said, he's not underqualified in the sense of, like, the host plays the chorus of the people. And any questions the people might want, I mean, Efren does that. Efren asks asks questions on this show that he already knows the answer to because he's trying to drive the conversation in certain directions. And whether or not he knows the answer or not is, is... Right, I know, I know, and sometimes he doesn't know it, and that's fine because you have other people around that can that can answer. Uh, uh, so, so no, is is he is James Banks not qualified to do what he's what he's you know set up to do here? Um, I don't think that's the case at all. I think he's just perfectly fine. He's qualified. He knows how to talk in front of a camera. He knows esports no. and such. Um, uh, I'm what? Sorry, I, I, I'm sorry, I didn't want to interrupt, but uh, I'll follow up. Okay, well, and then just, but like Duncan said, on the other side, like these guys didn't, they didn't do what they said they were, you know, going to do. At least it didn't seem that way. And and it's like, it, it was 100% locker room talk and everybody's guilty of that kind of stuff here or there. And it's like, just because in 2018, everything's documented and such, it's like, are we going to really go down that path of, of, of pointing the finger at people that, you know, like once we have mind reading technology, like, oh, you thought a bad thing one time. So now it's as if you did the bad thing. It's like, come on, we have to draw the line somewhere. And I say we draw it at action. And and I don't think that, I mean, this was dumb. Those guys had douchey tendencies, but a lot of people have douchey tendencies every day and they don't act upon them. So whatever, conversation over, move on. Unless, of yes. course, we have someone as a guest from the, you know. Chat uh, uh, somebody called out uh, Ultra David for uh, you know pushing back a little bit on Richard Lewis, and he says in this chat, "Hey, I worked with Richard Lewis, and I wasn't a jerk about sure, it." Sure, he did. So that you can infer that Ultra David is implying that everybody in that group chat is a jerk. But I, I think that David even that if even <laughs> if there was if they're just you know kind of joking around and there was no intent, was intent. <laughs> I know. But even if they were just joking around, there was no intent to actually do anything. The big takeaway for a lot of people is, you know, just the FGC coming away looking like a community. Exactly. We're losers. If you're not part of the Cool Kids Club, if you don't know everything that's going on, we're not going to let you in. And I don't think anyone wins with that. Yeah. And, and I do also think there's a big difference between what they said in some generalizations or locker room talk that has gone on in other worlds where I don't think they were generalizing or saying these horrible thoughts that were completely misguided. But yet again, I don't know anything about the guy they're talking about or what he's done he, or his he, past. He was on some European streams, right? Yeah. Like they did a little like analysis desk. If I have any complaints, is that that analysis desk was not all that engaging, and it was like get back to the matches. Um, but I don't think it's any fault of Banks's own. Um, but yeah, I remember thinking, hey, it looks pretty polished, if not a little out of place and unfamiliar because I don't know who this guy is. But he was like, you know, I'm wearing like a sports coat or some shit. I can't remember. It, it, it is a bad look for us as the FGC. But again, it's it's. I mean, it's in a chat, a WhatsApp chat on a phone. 
Whoever leaked it, I think, is also like a dummy for doing <laughs> so. Because, his ass off right now. Well, yeah, sure. In the short term, it's funny and whatever, and we get to talk about it on this show, and it's interesting or whatever. But like the 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 ramifications of this kind of thing, it's like we're we're making a lot out of nothing here. That that really doesn't affect people. It's like everyone knows people can be dicks, you know, especially privately. But the, I mean, the no one no one did anything. It's that's all there is to it, you know. And like, is it? and that. That said, it kind of feels like a situation where with Hulk Hogan just went, or that we just welcomed. To I, uh, I have Here to because it's sort of like seat. you mean like because they ripped their shirts off in a rink or Wait, when did they use that word? I don't remember that. Like, because Hulk Hogan came out as saying some things that are very much racist. Very, very much racist. Uh, in a tape that was never. Well, yet again, ever... I think it's very different than what these guys said. But, but the situation. I'm the not comparing the idea. what they said to what he said at all. Uh, but what I am saying is, once the idea, the information is out there, it's a separate issue from how the information got out there. Okay. Are we done? Um, well, are we done? Steve, are we done? I think we might have uh, someone who can give us a different point of view on this. Uh, is he on? No, we have to say bye to John first. <laughs> okay. John I said mean, he didn't the, want to be a part I, of this. But John, I will be a part thoughts? of it. But if you have to kick off in order to have enough squares on the thing or whatever, I'll, I'll hang out. But if you need to get rid of somebody, I'll go. I'm just what I'm saying. Well... We, are gonna we do can that, share John. a square. I don't know how it works anyway. Sorry, John. We will on. say bye, and I appreciate you sacrificing your time on the show. Shouts no to John, one of my favorite people on the planet. I missed you very much. I wanted to hear your takes on the event hubs. I mean, not on the event hubs, on the uh, uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate reveals, on what you thought about Simon and Richter Belmont and King K. Rule. But we might have to just put a pin in that and wait till next week. Love you, miss you. Bye. John Veloster, after going to write for eventhubs.com, check out his articles and follow him on Twitter. You should. So we're gonna, um, yeah. You were like, you were convinced that your take was gonna be. The I hot thought one. my take was gonna be hot because people are always loving to hate, but apparently most people kind of feel the same you way. You read it and you're like, man, these guys are just like joking. I I actually overreacted the first time I read it and I was like, oh, like wait, did? And then I realized, oh, this is for an event that already happened. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was like a conspiracy to hate on this guy in a future event. That might actually happen, and I was like, "Oh, that's pretty bad." But then I was like, eh, "It's, it's, it's very different than that." And as I said, there's a there's a long conversation on why that's different than being extremely racist or something on hidden tape. But we'll go into that a different time. But if I'm trying to warm my hands uh, with some friendlies, you better step off with those money matches. Well, if they had been talking okay. about how they'd kept playing a <laughs> tournament match or a casual match after someone else had offered a five dollar money match, then I would hate them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, obviously. It's the culture. So uh, you're pretty pumped for King K. Rule, huh? I am. I am. I love Smash. Yeah, I know you do. I pre-ordered it. Uh, I have Amazon Prime. I pre-ordered it, and I got like 20% off. You get like 20% off or something Hell like that. Yeah, it's pretty nice. All on that. Anyway, uh, hopefully we'll shortly have, probably not, because you know you never can know with Elon as our technical director here in the studio. Uh, there's Steve. Hey, Steve. Hey. Am I still good to go? Yes, you're live and on the air, mi compadre. Yay. Um, okay, let me hang up this. Yeah, just keep narrating your life uh, while we wait for our special guest to come on. Hola. 
Hey, we can hear you, but we can't see you. Are we, is that how we're going to do this? I'm driving, so... Okay, we'll take it. Me. Our special guest right now is none other than the head conspirator of the Illuminati to um, dethrone James Banks before he even had a chance to shine in the FGC, Logan Sama himself. Hello, Logan. How are you doing? Good evening, gentlemen. How are you? Can you uh, note the sarcasm in my voice? Uh, it's a good attempt uh, for an American. I'll give you I'll give you points for effort at least. <laughs> Logan, um, do you have anything to add to this? People, some people are obsessed with thinking some horse shit. Uh, it looks like some clickbaity shit. Um, but regardless, it you know it does probably put you guys in a bad light uh, that you're quote unquote conspiring to make somebody look bad on a public event, and not only that, somebody who is trying to step into our community, which we hold so dear. Uh, I'm I'm sure that was probably the point of the article, so it's succeeded there. Um, that was probably the point of whomsoever took those screen grabs and sent them to the person who wrote the article as well. So yeah. Do you know who took the screen grabs? Are you annoyed? Is that something you're trying to figure out? Like who the hell did this and um, why? We're pretty we're pretty sure who it was. So to put it into perspective, the the group chat it has been around for about about five years. Wow. Winner stays on. Winner stays on as an event started in 2010 mm-hmm. uh, in London, and um, the group chat was set up for sort of the the more serious competitive players to kind of exchange ideas and um, plan plan traveling. To, to events around um, around the rest of Europe and then obviously further on the world uh, and build kind of on the camaraderie but also to provide sort of a space for you know venting frustration and being dumb and, and what have you um, just a, a, a closed off group which uh, has survived for five years now uh, we pretty much talk to each other every every day, sure. um, and it's very much responsible for fostering that sort of uh, connection that we have that you saw present itself on the stage and, at Evo. And, and, I, and I imagine that like this is the first time anybody sees this group chat, and it's taken out of context completely, yeah. and it's this uh, negative conversation you guys What's are that? having. Or would it appear- oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Did you hear me? Yeah, sorry, sorry. So, so, um, and anybody who knows you and the group of people that were in that chat know Winner yeah. Stays On, knows the stream, yeah. knows you from commentary, certainly already has an image of you in their mind or an impression mm. of you or what, what have you. Um, but, and, and again, I'm not trying to, 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 to throw you softballs here, but you read this conversation, it's like, okay, they're joking, right? Uh, and the proof is in the pudding. You guys didn't also trip them up at this event. But is there anything you want to say, whether, and I won't put words in your mouth, but an apology or maybe add context to the conversation or anything to that effect? Um, I, so in Europe, the CPT events get less budget than the American events. Um, it's a smaller budget, but they're expected to provide the same product, essentially. Um, and recently the contract for the production has changed over to unequaled media who do such an amazing job putting together the stream every week at capcom for uh winner stays on sessions uh, which is the the weekly sessions that again i put together to kind of 
bring through and, and, and showcase the talent of the players because I felt like the, the, the players didn't really get seen as much being in Europe, which doesn't get as much coverage. Um, Unequal Media have some, you know, some different ideas on how they want to present things and they were really, really successful with their production at uh, the EGX events uh, over the last couple of years, uh, which included some great crowd interaction uh, and also introduced James Banks as a host on the stage. Um, EGX is a trade show, so it's kind of like having a Capcom premiere event at E3. Um, so there's significant stage budget. There's a fixed kind of analysis area on the stage, and it worked really well because there was great jokes and banter. We made fun of each other over the weekend. Uh, we'd pull players up on stage, uh, and James Banks would be working there as the sort of generic uh, host uh, and allowed sort of the, the broadcast talent, myself, F-Word, people like Tyrant, Shoyu Sengan, uh, Damascus, uh, Jammers, to all get involved in the conversation. In the last couple of uh, events, notably Stunfest was the first one, um, they wanted to try that analysis desk at those events as well. Now, to to put an analysis desk together on top of um, the standard broadcast, which you see at, at the US events, you obviously require budget for that. Uh, it needs extra audio equipment, extra cameras, camera operators, and of course, to hire uh, James as the host. Now, that budget has to come from somewhere. And there were issues that arose in terms of pay rates and budget available that caused uh, myself and F-Word to not do Stunfest for the first time. Um, even though we offered to do it. Guys? Basically, and we afforded to do it for le a lower rate than we got paid for the last two years of doing it mm -hmm. as well. So for us, like there was a frustration there in that this eSports analysis desk, which is, it works when you have the budget to execute it perfectly but when it's coming out of budget to produce what we feel is the best hey, broadcast uh, here. and as you could like you know the other players and other talent felt the same way as well about that that it was at the expense of the rest of the broadcast mm. so basically now you could have done this without it is what you're saying and you wish it had been an fgc broadcast table <laughs> i don't wish it had been an fgc broadcast table i don't i wish that there was budget to execute it properly because we've seen that it can be executed really well at egx but there was not the budget to execute it at stunfest and when we found out it was going to be happening also at versus fighting obviously there's going to be groans there's going to be okay we're going to do this again People don't really have any sort of problem with James Banks. He's 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 enthusiastic. He works hard. Um, he turned up. He took loads of notes. He's really getting involved with um, unequaled media on a business side as well and working hard to expand the community. But when you have sort of, I guess, colleagues together in a chat and, you know, I can't. Just we're just expressing our frustration in the form of severe ball busting. This 
is going to be well. No, it was. It wasn't even severe ball busting. It's just making jokes about the fact that a, you you have a generic esports host working on an FGC broadcast mm-hmm. on an and I'm doing air quotes an analysis desk um, that doesn't have a tremendous now, amount of knowledge now, on the subject John earlier made the argument that you don't need him to be good at analysis. You just need him to be able to drive a conversation. Now, I, I don't want to rehash Banks necessarily, but in general, do you think there's any place for somebody who's good at that you know, function, if you will, of, um, of keeping a conversation going or Absolutely. asking the right questions Absolutely. to jump Absolutely. Absolutely. There definitely is. Um, there's been great examples of that already on other broadcasts. Um, we do that anyway on Gfinity. Uh, we work with people who are not... Uh, in any way fighting game experts. So it's not something that we're new to either. Uh, The only issue was it was kind of getting shoehorned into a production which already had a smaller budget than the U.S. productions, and the U.S. productions have identified that they cannot produce an analysis desk within their larger budget. Mm. So we're frustrated about that. (laughs) The fact that James Banks is the front of that means that he has unfairly and um, you know you know rudely been uh, the butt of a number of jokes because he is generic it could have been anyone it could have been Richard Lewis it could have been Tom Deacon from Gfinity it could have been anybody if they're coming in and they're going to be hosting a segment which we kind of feel is being shoehorned in mm-hmm. and it's and it's very esportsy because a lot of the discussion is very kind of generic discussion as well um i've been really really vocal about the fact that i would like to see more people working in broadcast that have in-depth knowledge and it's one of the reasons why i've said that i'd like to see Duncan do more stuff because i feel there's a shortage in people that are out there that kind of can really break down what they're seeing and what's going on um, so for me, I, I felt it was kind of a move in the wrong direction. Um, whether it's childish and infantile to make fun of someone behind their back, of course it is, but it, it wasn't done maliciously. There was no conspiracy to bring down the broadcast. I, I, the broadcast happened. Everyone was professional. We got some great content. It went smoothly. No one tried to sabotage anyone else uh, and everything went smoothly. But what you do get in a private safe space group is people voicing their frustration through the means of humor and um, banter, which is what you got when you saw us talking about, hey, let's trip him up on stage when he does this. Well, obviously, we're not going to do that because we'll look we'll look bad as well. We'll look unprofessional as well. It's, mm-hmm. Now, now, were any of these frustrations aired to Capcom or Unequaled Media or the venues yes, where definitely. it would have been effective to have aired them to? Repeatedly. And? Um, they decided to go ahead with the analysis desk, which is probably yeah. why we went ahead with uh, voicing our frustrations privately uh, to ourselves. So, so they didn't do anything and uh, you had to you, you got well, what they, you got. they made a, they made the decision that they wanted to go ahead with it and they felt that it would work and they felt that was the best for the broadcast and they're the ones who are paying the money so that's that's what you get um. uh, uh, I have a quick question unless you had a follow-up no man 
Um, I have a quick question about this article, and then maybe we could move on to some other things that aren't just you know this controversy that's a blip and it'll probably be forgotten in a week. Um, Anything you like. So what the question before we move on is, did the writer of this article reach out to anybody and ask for any kind of response to it before publishing it? I was told by two people who are mentioned in the article that they got a DM, just a, just a written DM, asking for comment on screenshots that were not shown. Uh, that was one hour before the article was published. I didn't receive any contact for um, comment. Uh, I only know of two other people that were. Obviously, I'm happy to comment because I'm here commenting <laughs> exactly always and, available for comment and, and we do appreciate you that um no worries guys you do a, you do a great job on the show um i'm not just trying to you know glad hand but uh, you know I, I think more discussion about current events um where things are going and what things are, are going on in a in a forum in which it's taken seriously rather than you know uh, twitter i don't think twitter is a good forum for discussion what do you mean? There's so much discussion form. there, though. <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. I can read one sentence and judge my entire opinion <laughs> on you as a human being based on one sentence. I, I won't even need to look at the rest of your timeline or anything else ever. I just need that one sentence. So it's terrible. It's <laughs> terrible for the for discussion. It's even worse than forums, and forums were pretty bad anyway because it was just people flaming each other. Mm -hmm. um, but Twitter's even worse. It's just people trying to be snappy and get likes and retweets and quote tweet people and take things out of context and so you're trying to say all that kind of stuff i, I think you know discussions like this uh, and shows like this are, are really good um and i miss a lot of the podcasts that, that used to be around so yeah yeah now, where people would actually hash it out you know together right exactly Let exactly exactly i mean you ask you you, you guys well, ace, ace king obviously contacted me um, for a comment on on the incident, and I could have written a few lines back on Twitter, but you're never going to get for me to actually transcribe everything that I just told you is paragraphs and paragraphs. Sure. Well, you can just call me up and we'll talk about it, and you know you can ask me anything back, and I can re relay it back to you, and it's pretty straightforward. Uh, let me ask you this: uh, when you're talking about the frustrations you had uh, with. Uh, the direction they chose to go in. Yeah. Will that impact your willingness or ability to work events in the future? Uh, absolutely not. Um, you know, um, it's a decision that's taken over our heads. It's the people that pay the money ultimately making that decision. And the broadcast that they want is the broadcast that they're going to get. And we're going to do the best job that we can. Uh, and the versus fighting broadcast was fantastic. Everyone did a good job through um, all the games, uh, and it was great to have Tasty Steve out there. That was, he did an incredible job as well with um, uh, Spaghetti Rip and uh, Bubsy. Um, it was great to have them on there. We had uh, ketchup and mustard on it, and of course all the the regular Street Fighter and Dragon Ball guys. Um, and in the end, we gave the same professional broadcast that we always do here in Europe. Do you think? And it was nice and smooth. Do you think this will have a negative impact on perception of the FGC or the European FGC? Um, yes, for some people, because some people 
will make their decision based off of an article or a Richard Lewis retweet or the fact that Logan Sama's name's involved and he's an absolute piece of crap. So they, they must all be terrible as well. Um, but then other people won't care tomorrow. And then some people will actually take the time and read it with a bit of intelligence and go, oh, actually, nothing happened on the on the broadcast. There was no sabotage. And maybe they were just mucking around and being foolish in a private chat group, which I'm sure lots of people do with their colleagues or teammates or friends. Any, any last thing you would say? And then we really will change the subject. Uh, anything you say to Banks? Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely unfair to make him the butt of the jokes based on our frustration at the the kind of desk itself. But he is an outsider. Um, we could have probably done more to make him feel welcome. Um, it's not personal, of course, because we're not being malicious about it. Uh, it's just... Ha ha, he doesn't know the difference between Yukodon and Fujimura. Let's see if he does, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not like, I hate that guy, he, 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 he's terrible and useless and no good at anything because he's, he's good at his job. But you have, um, I've, worked in, I've worked in national radio for a decade and a half. Uh, F-Word and Damascus both host TV shows for Jinx. Uh, Shoyu Sengan's worked for the BBC and works in stage and uh, screen. Uh, so you've got a number of talented uh, hosts if you just want people to host and you're on a limited budget. Uh, so the frustration came from uh, trying to shoehorn this esports desk into a production that didn't quite have esports budget. Um, but when we do have the budget, it's fine. It's all good. Uh, it's proven to, to work well at EGX. It's proven to be great at Gfinity because we're working with people that probably couldn't tell you who every character was in the game if you showed them on the screen. Um, so, you know, it's not something that I'm completely against, but there was, there was frustration uh, in, in that, and that's where it came from. It definitely wasn't personal towards James Banks, and I'm definitely uh, sorry and apologetic uh, that the jokes were made at his expense rather than anyone else's. But, you know, that's that's what private groups are for, being silly and infantile, because we can't be serious all the time. And at the end of the day, we're playing video games, aren't we? We're not uh, solving world hunger or curing cancer. We are doing childish games for a living uh, and there well, will I be heard moments today that of foolishness. Acid cures autism, and uh, on that note, um, how excited are you for some of these game reveals? No, I did want to change subject, and you know, you are uh, a commentator of uh, repute, and uh, Street Fighter Five is got a nice shot in the arm recently. So officially change the subject too, and we don't have a ton of time left. But just your opinions on uh, Sagat and G that have just recently dropped, and your opinions on the characters uh, at large and uh, you know in general what that means for Street Fighter 5 uh, which you know didn't have the best spot as far as viewership at Evo um, so there's a number of points there I'll go with the last one the viewership at Evo I think we're in an era now where going on last is not the best spot um, I think I going on earlier is that's what all the apologists get... say that's what James Chan said that's, that's, a, that's a cop out 
<laughs> no, I think it's true because I sat through that CEO. Um, Street Fighter was in the top spot, uh, and it lasted three hours, uh, and we didn't finish again till gone midnight. Everyone was tired. Uh, it was very muted in the arena, um, and it's the same thing. Uh, if if it goes on late. If you've been there for a long time, you've been waiting, uh, it's been a long day. I don't think going on last is necessarily the best slot anymore, um, especially with the production and what have you, uh, lengthening these things. And we're easily touching three hours these days rather than sort of two mm -hmm. hours. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't think going last is best anymore. Um, I think you, you can get a better time slot in sort of that four o'clock in the afternoon time slot. Um, Tekken's amazing to watch anyway. Um, so yeah, I think Tekken really did well, but for me, the, the, the way that Capcom stepped to the plate, we knew, we knew we were getting G, we got Abigail last year, so mm -hmm. we knew we were getting G, um, I was hoping that they'd give us a Sagat teaser at least as well, because we needed, I think we needed more than G, um, we needed something to cheer about that we were familiar with, um, rather than some random guy looking like Abe Lincoln. They gave <laughs> us not only a teaser, they gave us the full reveal, and then we got available tomorrow. And I think, yeah, I saw nothing but positive response. It was overwhelmingly positive. I think it was tremendous. I think Capcom did a great job there in terms of getting those two characters ready in time and being able to have them lined up to release and keeping that secret as well because yeah. there's so many leaks these days. Um, so I was really impressed with that. Uh, in terms of the characters, I've seen both of them uh, in quite a lot of detail. Uh, a lot of the guys here, specifically Problem X is using G a lot. Um, Hurricane and Joker have been using Sagat a lot. And of course, Ryan Hart uh, has been putting some work in with Sagat as well. I think G is probably the better of the two characters. Sagat, is, um, Sagat is a competent zoner in a game in which zoning is tremendously risky. Um and I feel like he doesn't do enough with the tools that he has for him to be truly scary. Um, I think that you could tweak him a little bit and make him a lot more powerful. Um, I think his V-Trigger, both of them are kind of uninspiring. His normals are definitely not as good as other iterations of him like he definitely don't have he don't have cvs2 normals um and yeah throwing fireballs and doing tiger uppercut if they jump at you is just not enough in this game to put people off from jumping you you're not you're not getting trade tiger uppercut forward roundhouse into ultra for 60 percent damage in this game um so for me i think sagat kind of falls in the middle, maybe lower middle. G's a lot more interesting. Um, he's got some really cool mechanics. I think, um, what are the levels? Uh, is, is, is zero power up level one or is that, is it level zero? I, I call them one, two, and three. There's okay. three levels. So it's like zero. You first, start at level one. Okay. So for me, level two is the most interesting level for him. Um, I think being full max level is not as good as level two. Um, 
I love his V-Trigger 1. I think it's a really interesting mechanic. I think it's better than the Armored Command Grab. I think he's got really, really dangerous set play. I think it might be the um, best V-Trigger in the game. Quite possibly. Um, it's definitely up there. Um, but, again, he is really lopsided. He's got pretty... He's got pretty average normals for neutral. Um, I don't see how he can get in easily on anyone um, to get that stuff going. And his defense is absolute garbage. He has nothing on defense at all. Um, so, yeah, for me, he's a bit volatile. And I think that, I think that players are going to find it difficult to be consistently winning with him in a competitive environment. Like, say, for example, if Nemo picks him up, I don't think Nemo's great with command grabs anyway, uh, and he definitely doesn't have the same sort of reliable comeback factor that uh, Aegis Reflector has. Um, and again, if he gets put on his backside, he's like a turtle stranded. I, I don't, I don't think he's got a lot of options. So I think, I think G's probably better than Sagat, but. Again, a little bit underwhelming in terms of that competitive consistency when you compare it to the top five characters in the game. Now, now we appreciate those takes. I have one last question. It relates back to something we talked about earlier. How sure do you thing. feel about Daigo's comments that SFBI being an easy game is the only reason an inferior country like England could possibly win EVO? Is that actually what he said? No, he said that SFBI being an easier game... <laughs> makes it easier for these countries, foreign countries, yeah. to do well. The previously okay. had and, and the, it was mostly related to the Dominican Republic, because Mena responded, but I think yeah. it also can be related to England, who just won, you know, EVO. I'm, I'm interested to know his excuse for Luffy winning Street Fighter 4 EVO, then. Mm. Um, for me, I think Promix has been doing well for a long time, man. He's been traveling for about seven years. Um... <laughs> He won it with a character that's really middling as well. Um, and again, suffers defensively. He's not as bad as, as G, because at least he's got three frame he can mash. And he does have some reversal options. Um, but yeah, I definitely I definitely feel like it leveled the play of player field, especially at the start. Um, but then the Asian players kind of pulled through. For me, the really interesting thing about the current state of Street Fighter V is the emergence of the rest of Asia. Um, yeah, sure, you've got like players popping up in Latin America and Europe and Middle East, but for me, like the real consistent results outside of you know your traditional Japanese gods are coming from uh, Asian nations that weren't previously heavily represented. You've got guys like NL coming through from Korea, who's really good. Um, you know, you've got more Chinese players taking part as well. So Korea, they're in a force alongside Japan when it comes to Asia. And when, so when you go to a premiere and you're used to it just basically being America versus Japan with maybe a sprinkling of other players in there, now it's like Asia en masse. You've got, you've got you know, like 20-plus Asian players traveling to every premiere. It's, it's really, really difficult. Um, and for me, that's the most interesting thing. Um, we unfortunately do have to start wrapping this up, but uh, just out of curiosity, what character in Street Fighter Five do you think we'll see uh, on top, provided there isn't a patch um, for the rest of the season? Um, I think 
that Akuma and Guile are the best two characters in the game. Um, I think Akuma is a lot more volatile and difficult to get the most out of. I think Guile is an incredibly complete character, um, not just because of his incredibly good projectile game, but he's got really good um, hitbox to hurtbox ratio on his normals. He's got one of the best V reversals in the game. Um, and obviously actually has the threat of a reversal as well. So um, I think those two characters are the best two characters overall, uh, and you'll probably see them uh, on top. And um, do you think James Banks would agree with you? Um, possibly. <laughs> possibly. 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 I'm just messing with you. Um, Logan, before we let he's you playing, go... He's playing, he's playing uh, Battle for Azeroth at the moment, anyway. God bless him. <laughs> a lot of people are, he I just, guess. <laughs> just picked up, he just picked up that sick limited edition pack with the, uh, with the medals and stuff in, so yeah. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad that I weaned myself off that, that, I, ten years clean from World of Warcraft, oh, really? I'm, you, I'm happy. You're not feeling the call to go back? No, 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 I'm, I'm good, I, I'm, I've managed to stick to the uh, stick to the thing i dude i used to play that shit for like 10 hours a day when i was when i was a lot younger and yeah never again never again never again homie anything you want to say before we let you go um thank you to everybody that says nice things uh sorry to anybody that um, genuinely generally dislikes me um please get Danke more jobs commentating because he's really good uh and yeah, let's all play games and have fun and be silly and not take everything too seriously. But let's be nice and kind to everybody. You know, I, I've learned that. I've learned that in the last year and a half. Um, you know, it's 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 really easy to sort of descend into putting out negative energy into the world. Um, but everything will be a better place if we're a bit more positive and a bit kinder to people. Um, and maybe if someone says some shit to you, ignore it and carry on with your day. There you um, go. You don't have to respond to everybody. So, well, thank you, Logan, for the last-minute uh, appearance on the show. Um, where can we see you next? Um, we will definitely be at EGX. Uh, might be at UFA. Hopefully, we'll be negotiating that. Um, but obviously, we'll be on uh, Winner Stays On sessions every Tuesday night on, right on Capcom Fighters in the UK. Right on. Cool, man. Well, thanks again. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right, we'll see you. Take care. And uh, that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, that was a good one. It feels good to be back. I can't, I hate to say it, but I can't actually promise that I'll be back next week. My mother-in-law's in town, and my wife was like, hey, you want the night off and go to the show? I said, hell yeah. Um, but typically, it's, you know, it's a tough job being a dad. Thank you, mother-in-law. My mom-in-law's in town, so shout-outs to my mom-in-law, uh, Rosalba. Thank you. <laughs> and shout-out to Eleni as well. And shout-out to Vicious, who during that interview subscribed to the show. Yeah, let's get some Vicious, who there. I commentated with at Evo. Great guy. Great commentator. You, Thank you. You get the best Dago clap. Yep. And, That's uh, top player privilege right there. Let's, uh, let's give this to the... Uh, this is how I feel about the show. And yet again, the last thing I'd like to say is like we didn't bring him on for a specific softball segment or anything like that. It was just like a discussion about what had happened. Yeah. And I, Hey, I'm blocking here. Yeah, I think we have another sub. Thank you to uh, SAG as well. Chris, you get the uh, Hungry Box. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for SAG there. Appreciate you. Um, yeah, so uh, thank you to everybody who watched. Shout-outs to Bike and Stomps for winning our pizza 
I'm still skeptical about the mayonnaise and ketchup and mustard on it, but maybe mustard would be pretty good. And uh, like I said, um, maybe I'll be back next week. I hope I can be, but maybe I won't be. But shout-outs to Mike for holding down the fort. Steve and John, who are doing a great job. Hey, I'm blocking. They're just trying to keep the show going. All right, well. I got to go vote. (laughs) I got 10 minutes to vote, so I got to leave. Go vote, Steve. All right, go vote, Steve. Vote for dog. Good night, everybody. Good night, Canada. All right, and that that really does bring us to the show. Yes, it does. Thank you very much, and uh, maybe see you next week. Bye, guys.